welcome to the Milestones, Motivation, and Money podcast, a weekly conversation filled with stories of business, financial literacy, careers, leadership, and resilience. Setting and achieving goals is key, whether they are related to your finances, business, or career. I hope to empower you with these conversations no matter where you are in life. I'm your host, Angel Radcliffe, and on this show, get ready to change your mindset and start your journey to achieve your lifelong goals. So if you need a little motivation to start your day or jumpstart your next project, tune in and be sure to join our community online at milestonesmotivationandmoney.com. Hey, 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 welcome back to the podcast. On today's show, we're chatting about self-trust and acceptance. So I always say you have to go through these periods of self-reflection, learning how to live again, trusting yourself, and really accepting your flaws in life. Today, we'll be speaking with Vasavi Kumar, who is a self-expression and confidence coach. She's also the founder of Real Rich Community. Through her membership program and her podcast, she helps entrepreneurs feel more confident on camera and help them gain clarity in their creative processes. She's a first-generation Indian immigrant. She grew up in a traditional Hindu household in a predominantly white Long Island town. She struggled with finding her identity, the mental heartache of bullying and shame from outshining other students in her class due to her strict upbringing. So today, Vasvi is going to shed light on how do you go through these obstacles in life and finding ways to trust yourself and gain that confidence again. So let's welcome Vasavi to the show. Thank you, Angel. Thank you for having me. How are you? I am good. So happy Saturday. Happy 2022. <laughs> Yes, it is already feeling like a great new year so far. Hopefully so. Hopefully this will be much better than the last two years. And I'm excited to have you on to really discuss confidence and self-trust and being presentable on camera. I think it's such an important topic for people who are business owners or they have their personal or professional brands. And before we delve into that topic, how about you tell us a little bit more about you and how you became a confidence coach? I love this question. Yeah. I love to share the story of, of how I got here. And I share in this way because I want your listeners to see even for themselves that it's okay to change your mind. It's okay to pivot. It's okay to change paths. I grew up in a first generation Indian immigrant household on Long Island, New York, where, you know, we're, we're taught as Indians to like go to school, get the job, do all that stuff, be married, have kids, you know, just follow this path. And Honestly, from a very young age, I questioned everything. I, I mean, I, I am the brown sheep of the family, right? Like, I mean, my mom always acknowledges how unconventional of a path I took. And I got here. I, it was not a mistake, right? I, I first went to school to get my master's in education. And then I got my master's in social work because I think there was a part of me that always, you know, having, having visited India from a very young age and witnessing a lot of poverty, I really wanted to help people. I did. I just, you know, and, and I thought the best way to do that was to get a master's in, you know, special ed, a master's in social work. And then in, you know, 2010, you know, upon graduating from Columbia University, where I got my, my master's in social work, that's when the coaching industry became really um, popular, right? Because we were in the middle of a depression, people were getting laid off, people were getting fired, all this stuff, and coaching industry started booming. So then I became a coach. I had just graduated as a, as a therapist, and then I became a coach, and I loved that I could blend 
both, you know, looking at the origin of who you are, your, your family of origin, looking at your roots, looking at how that shaped who you are today, but then also taking my coaching skills and helping you really be like, well, that's where you came from. This is where you are today. How do we heal that and also build a future for you that feels most aligned with your values and the real you, right? So in addition to that, you know, I started my own business as a coach slash therapist, and I was was always drawn to being in front of the camera because my father stuck a camera in front of me when I was a kid. I was, I was very comfortable in front of the camera. I started pitching myself to TV stations to be a lifestyle expert, and I got a resounding yes. So I was a lifestyle expert for about a year and a half in Kansas City. I'd, I had moved there from New York, and then I just kept putting myself in situations where I was in front of the camera because, you know, being in front of the camera, being on TV, even, you know, even podcasts, YouTube videos, it was really about using a platform to share my message. I knew that I had a lot to say. I knew that I'd gone through some stuff personally in my own life with mental health and addiction and recovery. And I, I, I wanted to be able to help somebody else in need. And so it just made logical sense for me that I took all the things that I loved and turned it into now what I call camera confidence, right? Really helping people understand what's holding them back from truly saying the thing that they want to say. And how do we couple that with actual business strategy to have you impact and influence more people and increase your bottom line? Wow. I love it. Thanks so much for sharing all of those amazing details. And you're talking about becoming this confidence coach and how you became to be more comfortable on camera, but, and the reality of it, like so many people don't like being on camera. And I think this last two years has really pushed people or almost essentially forced people to be on camera. When we think about e-learning or people who are working from home and you're having to be on these various zoom calls, but outside of education and work, there's, you know, the personal branding aspect, professional branding aspect. So some people are, they're not used to it or they're shy, or maybe they just don't like certain things or imperfections. When you are really working with people to help them build their confidence, where do you actually start and helping them discover what their issues are with being on camera? I love this question. So one of the first questions that I always ask anyone that I work with is, what do you want to say? What would you say completely unedited, unfiltered, you know, in service of your audience and being aligned with your values, both personally and in your business? What is something that you really just want to say, but you haven't said out loud? And then they'll tell me whatever it is. And then I'll ask them, well, why don't you say that? And then we get into it. They're like, oh, but I don't want people to get offended. Or, you know, what if so-and-so is watching? I can't say that. And then from there, we'll go like, well, what is your first experience of it not being safe for you to say the truth? When were you punished for that? When was love withheld for you from you when you spoke your truth? When did you learn that it wasn't okay to just be yourself? And that goes back into childhood right? That goes back to childhood. Now, this is not about blaming our parents, shaming our parents. This is not about, you know, um, making people wrong. But I think when we really understand why, how we got this way, we can, we can have more compassion for ourselves. And we don't have to be like, man, I'm just, I'm just shy, or I'm just introverted, or I just, you know, I'm not a good speaker. We say all these things to ourselves, which is not true at all. We got to get to the root of when did we decide? And when did we learn 
that it was not safe to be ourselves. And then from there, we can work on this, you know, through daily practices, through, you know, by getting on camera every day, even when the cameras aren't rolling, being honest with yourself, being honest with other people, with how you really feel, because it's just a practice, right? Being more of you on camera, being the authentic you is just a daily practice. We're, but it, it doesn't just like, oh yeah, just get on camera and be you know, authentic. It's like, no, it's a daily practice being yourself, you know, being who you are saying what you mean, meaning what you say is a practice that has to be cultivated, even when the cameras aren't rolling. Right, definitely. And so, so many people are really trying to find their space and being on camera, but for you, it becomes naturally you've been on TV shows. So tell us about that experience. And what was the first show that you were on? Yes, absolutely. And I, I want to make something really clear. I think people hear that I'm a camera confidence coach and they assume I don't struggle with any of this. That's absolutely not true. There are things that I've worked through and are continuing to work through even in my own self-expression where I'm like, hmm, what am I holding back here? You know, I, I consider myself to be very much of what you see is what you get kind of woman, but there are things that I'm noticing even with myself, things that I don't say so as to not offend anyone or a certain group of people, or, oh, I, you know, I don't want this person to think wrong of me. And there's, it's, there's always another layer. See, that's the beautiful thing about becoming more of us. There's, there are layers upon layers that we can peel back. So I would say, oh, and I'm so sorry. What was the question that you just asked? What was the question? No worries. <laughs> So when you think about your first experience on camera, oh, that's not even what I was saying. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) No, actually you were, no, no, no. You asked me about my first experience, I think. Yeah. Well, you're, gosh, I have to reword it now. I'm like over here, (laughs) the crack of laughing. It's okay. When you think about the first time that you were on camera, or that's not what I was saying, but saying you've been a, a natural or you're almost a natural at this and you've been on so many shows. Tell us about the first show that you were featured on. Yes. So the very first time I was on television was 2011 and it was my first time ever on television and it was live television and I had a mic all set up. There were three cameras and it's so funny, actually on my Instagram over at my name is Vasavi. You can go ahead and watch it. I have a video of of a breakdown analysis of my first time on TV and I didn't know where to look. I was like stumbling. I was so scripted. I was like, you know, I I was just trying so hard to just get it together and just like be perfect and make sure I hit my points within a short window of time. And I didn't trust myself. You know, I just wanted to get it right. And and I appreciate that about myself, right? Like I, I, I wanted to do a good job. Right. Obviously, a lot has changed, but I can see, you know, when I look back at the person, you know, 2011, how old was I? I was 30. Oh my God. I was 30. Oh no, I was 29. Yeah, I was 29 years old. I was newly married and I just, you know, I want to do a good job. I want people to take me seriously. So I had everything scripted, timed. I rehearsed it a million times, you know, and I got on there and I didn't know which, which camera to look at. But, you know, I think you know, when I look back at my first time, it was, it was definitely me trying to put on a certain image. Like I want you to respect me, right? I want you to respect me. So I I can tell very much, I could see the difference between who I was then and who I am today. And for you, do you find it easy to find yourself in these positions to be on television or, or do you actually seek out the opportunities? I guess that's more of the question. 
I seek out the opportunities. Of course, I've been, you know, I've had people come to me and ask me to be on their show or do an Instagram live with them or um, interview me on their podcast. But a lot of the bigger um, opportunities that I've had, I sought out. I sought out. I found, you know, a great contact email. I had videos of me. I positioned myself. I emailed. And yeah, I, I pitched myself relentlessly. I did definitely in the beginning, like in the beginning of my business, this was 11 years ago. I pitched myself to every, every single place that I've been on, like all the podcasts I was on a lot of bigger name podcasts. I had pitched myself. So Basavi, I, I feel as though sometimes the things that we teach, we teach from our own personal experiences and with you, having the opportunity to sort of be in this lime limelight and being on television and being on, being on video, you think about maybe some of the things that you struggle with. I want you to think about that, but I also want listeners to understand what it takes to be confident. Like we have to be assertive. We have to feel comfortable. There's like all of these various decisions that it takes to really build up that confidence. What was one thing that you struggled with, with building your confidence to be on camera? Okay. So I want to actually dispel this myth. Anytime I used to submit myself to somebody's podcast or to be on TV, I doubted myself. Okay. So I want to make it very clear. I didn't get confident and then pitch myself. I pitched myself in spite of my own insecurity. I want to make that very clear because I think a lot of time business owners or just people in general can hear a story and they'll be like, oh, well, she was already confident. It's like, no, I wasn't. Even when I'm writing the email, I'm just like, oh my God, are they going to want me on here? All right, well, let's go see. Let's see. Let's, you know, and I, and I channel this future self of mine who's confident. And I'm like, yes, we're going to do this. Even though we feel a little insecure, even though we don't really think we're that big of a deal, we're like, we're going to step into this persona. We're going to be like, you know what? You need to have me on your show. Here's why. Right. So you got to, you, 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 and, and I send it even though I'm still like, oh, I don't know if they're actually going to want me, but I do it anyway. And that's the point that I really want to make clear to answer your question about what's something that's been difficult in building confidence is really battling my, you know, my own head trash, right? It's battling the voices in my own head. Anytime we talk about like the haters out there, I'm like, I'm my biggest hater. Are you kidding me? Like no one can hate me as much as I've hated myself or, or uh, critiqued myself. So the biggest battle an obstacle we have to face when it comes to building our confidence, because confidence is not a feeling. It's, it's actually something, it's a skill that can be built, right? To Building confidence, it requires mindset and daily action steps. So the, the, the biggest obstacle that we have to face is our own voice in our head, which is usually not our own voice. It's usually the voice from our caregivers or society or media or whatever telling us how we need to be or shouldn't be. So that's been the biggest battle and it continues to be the biggest battle, but, but you know, it's, it's consistency practice. It's doing it every day in spite of it. Right. And, you know, as I mentioned earlier, I feel like we use our personal experiences to teach and people can feel more comfortable because they see that you're also a human and we're not perfect individuals. And, and I know you have a camera confidence course that's coming up where people can really learn to be more confident and being on camera. So tell us more about that. 
Yes, absolutely. Super excited about it. I take usually about 10 to 12 business owners. It is a higher end program because there is a higher level of intimacy with me. Not only are there eight live group calls over the course of eight weeks, which I lead, but you also get four one-on-one sessions with me. And I look at your copywriting. I look at your video presence. We get to really the root of what it is that you want to say. It's a lot of brand messaging, clarity, but the accountability piece is huge, right? Like I put you um, in small cohorts, you are required to get on camera at least four to five days a week. And I give you prompts. I give you ideas um, that are more, that are aligned with you, your message, your audience. So, you know, I would say that the number one thing that people say to me is I have so much to say, I don't know where to begin, or I don't know what to say. Right. So I help you with that. I help you get really clear on what it is that you want to say, not the watered down version, but what you actually want to say, the, the human in you, right. How do you still, you know, how do you still help others and still provide immense value and still be yourself? And I'm like, no, being yourself is being is providing the value and coupled with training, right? Like, what is it that you're teaching? You can do both. You can, you can step into your authority and very much be the human, right? Be human. Actually, that's the name of my podcast, being human with Vasavi, but that's, that's something that I have coming up and I'm really excited. It's application only. And we begin March 1st. Well, that sounds awesome. And we'll list the link in the show notes. Now I want to go back to really being on camera because let's take social media, for instance, so many people who are brands or businesses use their social media to really build a rapport with their audience and build those connections. And I found that showing up as your authentic self, not always selling really helps to bridge that gap. So what do you feel holds people back from shedding their mask and becoming the most authentic, honest version of themselves? I think it's a few things, but I would say probably the biggest one is if you really see me for who I am, you won't take me seriously. You're not going to buy from me. You're going to think I'm not qualified to teach you X, Y, Z, because if you see that I have insecurities or if you see that I have down days, you're going to, you know, you're going to think less of me. You're going to think I'm not qualified. I need to be perfect in order for you to work with me. Wow. That's a really great response. And so, uh, Vasavi, this has been such a good conversation and I know we're nearing the end of the show, but there's so much more people probably want to know. So before we tap back into some of the confidence and camera confidence, I want to ask you a question as it relates to personal finance. And that's a lot of what I do in dealing with consumers on the personal finance side and helping business owners learn to manage their expenses. So in building my personal brand, I've sort of branched out with five other brands. One of those is Ballin' on a Budget. I use that phrase all the time. It's also the name of a workbook. When you hear that phrase, what does Ballin' on a Budget mean to you? That's that's a good question. Um, Ballin' on a Budget. Well, honestly, the first thing that comes to mind is like, how can we, how can we still have a great life and be fiscally responsible? That's kind of what I see. It's like, how do we still have a great life and, and enjoy our life with, you know, how do we enjoy our life with what we have currently? That's a very unique response. Enjoying life with what you have. Okay. Well, that's good. It's different. I love to hear the responses because everyone has a different view on, on money and being frugal and what that phrase actually means. So I love it. So what are some, for, well, for people who are listening and they're wanting to increase their confidence, 
what are some actionable steps that they can take right now to maybe go live on getting on video today? This is what I would do. I would number one, whatever you want to say live, practice saying it out loud before the cameras go live, right? Before you get on camera, like literally write out some points and practice hearing the sound of your voice out loud, right? So let's say you want to get on and you want to give top three tips to increase your financial money mindset, right? So I would actually write those out and I would practice saying it out loud to yourself. And then when you get on camera, it's a lot easier. Now, the piece about looking at yourself, a lot of times people are like, well, when I go live, what if no one shows up? I'm just looking at myself. Great. Here's a solution for that. Stand in front of the mirror and say what you want to say, right? Actually look at yourself, look at your, you, you know, Look at the way your face moves. Look at your nonverbal expressions. Look at the, just look at yourself, right? So say what you want to say on camera, say it out loud and say it in front of a mirror because that, because that's essentially kind of what you're doing when you're on live, right? You're, you know, you're, you're looking at yourself. You don't have other, I mean, unless you're doing like a video interview, then you can bounce back and forth off the energy of the guest. But if you're just going live solo, what's really uncomfortable is just looking at yourself. So look at yourself when the cameras aren't rolling. Stand in front of a mirror and watch yourself talk and, and and present your material when the cameras aren't rolling. So then when you get on camera, it's like, oh, I've seen myself before. Hi, how are you? Okay, we can do this. Really great advice because I know so many people who I try to get them to get online and get on video and they say, okay, I'm going to do it. And then that is actually one of the things that they're, they're, they're afraid of, that no one will show up for their live stream. And I think another trick to that is doing the pre-recording. So record on your own. And then there's so many tools now where you can make it look like you're live, but you're not. And I think that takes away from some of the anxiety and nervousness. So any other last words or suggestions you have today? Yeah, I would, I would really hold yourself accountable to this. I would put it in your calendar and say, and like literally schedule out in your calendar when you're going to go live, put it in like a, like an appointment, like you would put in a oil checkup or a client or content creation, whatever you already put in your calendar, schedule out live, schedule out a Facebook live, schedule out an Instagram live, schedule out, you know, recording videos and posting them. I will say live is a whole nother level of, you know, connection with your audience because with pre-recording you can edit and you can do that. And there's nothing wrong with like pre-recording, do that, like get the content out, but it's just, it's another layer of building confidence when you actually go live, because in those moments you are, you you can't edit yourself. Right. And I think that's the ultimate freedom is that you just say what you need to say and show up fully as yourself. But I would schedule that in your calendar. If it's not in your calendar, it doesn't exist. I love that. Hold yourself accountable. Well, it's been a great show and I'd love to have you back and maybe even we can do something on video. Yeah. (laughs) Really discussing some of those confidence points. And, and I'm thinking maybe even pull people in. So maybe people who are in the audience and, and giving them some, some really key tips. So we'll have to talk about that down the road, but it's been great having you on and everyone, if you'd like to connect with Wasabi, the links will be in the show notes. So feel free to reach out to her, leave some comments, reach out to the podcast and let us know your thoughts and we'll see everyone next time. I hope you've enjoyed the show. Be sure to leave us a review and let us know any ideas you have for a future show topic. And if you really want to show us some love, share this episode with a friend and be sure to join our community online, milestonesmotivationandmoney.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at milestonesmotivationandmoney. Tune in next time.